0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another Nacho Tuesday. And today I have Jorn here with Reditus. Uh, they're a B2B affiliate marketing platform. Um, and without further ado, I'd love to hear more about uh, what, what do you guys do over there at Redditus.
1: Cool. Yeah, it's, it's getting dark here. It's, it's evening here in the Netherlands. Uh, we build an affiliate management platform purely focused on B2B SaaS companies. So we basically help them to set up an affiliate program, manage their affiliates, and to grow it via our marketplace. That's in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Typically, um, a lot of people think of B2C when they think of affiliate, but recently B2B's been really taking off and becoming a lot more popular. Uh, what would you say for the uh, you know the prospects of B2B marketing, uh, B2B affiliate marketing going forward?
1: Yeah, I, I mean when you look at the the trend, right? You have product-led growth, which is uh, a, a big one within B2B SaaS, and that typically works really well with affiliate marketing. So that's really our niche we focus on. So if there's like a, a quick funnel, I guess, uh, going from a website visit to sign up and for sign up to paid, everything is going automatically. That's a really nice uh, spot to be in affiliate marketing. So with that being the trend, like a lot of companies going that route, uh, affiliate marketing is going to kick off in B2B SaaS as well.
0: Perfect. And uh, tell us more about how your platform works.
1: Yeah. I mean... Um, in in Maybe in core, uh, I started this out of pure frustration, I guess, being a SaaS affiliate myself. So uh, we have both, uh, we have two sides of our app, right? We have affiliates and then we have SaaS companies. So to start off, like SaaS companies come to us, they want to set up an affiliate program. Um, we offer a freemium model. I think we're still the only one in the in the market out there right now where basically SaaS companies can set up an affiliate program for free, which basically means just they have to invite their affiliates themselves. Yeah. If they want to, uh, get advantage of, of our marketplace, basically, meaning uh, they list their affiliate program. In our marketplace, their program gets listed to currently 6,250 B2B SaaS affiliates mm-hmm. on the other side, and they can request to become an affiliate. And then from there, uh, if you accept them, they get a link, they can share it, and then everything uh, gets seen. So did they gen- generate referrals? Did those referrals convert into paid? How much commission did you create with them? And then basically all the way to a, to a payout.
0: Yeah, I really like that because you've kind of removed a lot of the friction at the beginning. I know the biggest pushback. A lot of I've worked with a lot of people over the years. um, You know, their biggest pushback for affiliate marketing is, well, you know, I don't want to sign up for the fees, and I don't know if it's actually going to work, right? (laughs) Affiliates say the same thing too. But now the fact that you you've removed that friction and you've made it kind of a no brainer for people to uh, give your network a try. You know, that's something that I really liked.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and it's a two-way benefit. So we help SaaS companies to set things up. They can try things themselves, uh, but by using us, they're going to invite their own affiliates, which is growing our network as well. So like, I'm really transparent about that. So we give a win towards SaaS companies where they can try things for free. Does it really work for us? And if they invite affiliates, they those affiliates can also manage multiple programs from their dashboard. So uh, it's going to help us to also grow the network.
0: Yeah, so uh, you're definitely a fan of product-led growth then, it looks like.
1: <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, we we just did a our session ourselves. Like uh, We talked about user onboarding well, one second, right? But we just did uh, a workshop, um, how to onboard our affiliates, for example, to the program. And I thought we did pretty well, but our uh, onboarding got pretty, uh, how do you say it, like um, roasted. Um, so we're going to redo it in the next two weeks. So Big fan of product that I wrote, but I guess like not everybody knows everything. So I'm, I'm still learning every day myself. Uh, we never do. <laughs>
0: exactly. so much, um, a lot of people don't know enough about B2B affiliate marketing, and what the opportunity looks like today. Um, so I heard you had a presentation. You were going to kind of walk walk through some of the tips for how B2B SaaS companies can really you know get their program started, uh, find the right affiliates and kind of build their program from there. Um, I know a lot of the SaaS founders that follow us are looking to get a program started um but they just don't know where to start
1: yeah yeah and I think what I will do is I always like to take things really from the basics and then work my way I guess to the more advanced uh thing so I do apologize for the ones who already know what a free marketing is and uh how to get things started but I think just going through it uh, does make a lot of sense um well i just start thirty thousand feet and then we'll go down from there <laughs> exactly exactly cool and good um, so I'm going to run through it maybe a bit quickly. Uh, I gave this presentation before already at an event. Um, so I'm going to skip this. So like, this is the, the current SaaS flow almost any SaaS company have, right? You create demand yourself any way possible. Uh, people sign up. If you have a free trial, freemium model, they could never move the paid. And once the paid things happen on a recurring basis. I think this speaks for itself, typical SaaS model.
0: Mm.
1: How does affiliate marketing work? Uh, you're basically going to ask somebody else to do the marketing for you. Uh, from there, people sign up. That's what you call a referral. And then the flow remains exactly the same. So still, people could never move to paid if you have a free uh, trial or freemium model. But when they move to paid, you receive a payment, and then things change. So you agree a commission with the affiliate. So basically, it could be, for example, you're going to give away um, 12 uh commission for 12 months, for example, then this recurring aspect remains for for 12 months. So you receive a payment, you create to 20%, and then uh, this basically happens. So the affiliate would receive only money, and this is, I think, the most important part, right? Only money when you receive a paid client. So this is why it's really uh, a cost-effective channel, because you're not gonna give away money you haven't received yet.
0: And unlike B2C affiliate marketing, it's not like a one-time kind of commission. percentage of a t-shirt sale, for instance, uh, you know, the, the thing that's really attractive about B2B SaaS, like affiliate marketing is that there's a reoccurring revenue option there. So there's more money to be made for both parties, actually. So it's lower risk for the, you know, the advertiser to actually get their brand out there working with people, you know, essentially for free to kind of get started. But, you know, for the affiliates that are actually driving revenue for these brands they are actually able to make quite a bit of money that has, has a residual effect to it as well.
1: Exactly. And and that's why we, for example, purely focus on B2B SaaS. So it's recurring and it's higher ticket prices. Um, so you're going to have a bit like better quality, I guess, because affiliates are also able to spend more time uh, to invest in it because in the end, they're going to get more money out of it as well instead of a, a Amazon deal of, of $2.50, for example, and then a one-time commission. Yep. <laughs> Um, so I guess like, I mean, to, to recap a little bit, like, why do you need it? It's really low risk, right? Cause you're only going to pay for performance. So if you don't receive any paid clients, you're not going to give away commission. Um, I think everybody can agree. Like if you're going to search for a new size you're going to use, you're probably going to do a lot of research yourself. Um, uh, so by having a lot of affiliates who are writing about you, you are going to influence prospects during the entire buyer journey. And I mean, there's a good stats around this, but I, I will leave them out for now. Um, you're going to get access to somebody else's network. So I would always recommend finding somebody who has access to your ICP in bulk. So a lot of people ask me, like, what is a good affiliate? Uh, but that can be anybody who has access to your ICP in bulk. And that's going to definitely help you to, to get uh, new clients in. And what we see a lot is that a lot of SaaS companies already have some. Uh, partners, some people recommending them, but they haven't really systemized it yet. So uh, setting up a program, even in, in, our, uh, in a free uh, tool, could already help you to at least uh, scale it further because they can share things uh, outside of just a one-on-one conversation.
0: Yeah, and the biggest trend in SaaS buying too is that a lot of it's becoming very decentralized. So it's not just like the IT managers, you know, directing all the all the spend or just the founders or CEOs. It's, um, you know, department heads, even directors at certain levels and companies that are, you know, making those purchase decisions for their for their group. Um, so being everywhere all the time is, you know, really, really important for brands to really get out there and, you know, I feel like it kind of gives them an opportunity to do so.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and Nacho Nacho being a good example, right? Like getting yourself listed on Nacho Nacho is definitely going to help you to uh, influence prospects during the entire buyer journey when they uh, check out the marketplace. I think... This is also really important what an affiliate program isn't. So it's definitely not a quick win. Uh, So don't, uh, it's not a magic bullet. Maybe I can combine those. So it's not like you're gonna set up an affiliate program and suddenly you're gonna drive a lot of revenue. Um, It definitely needs work. Like you can kind of compare it to SEO. Um, The more time you invest in it, the more it will compound later on, but it's not gonna be setting up and then suddenly you're gonna make a lot of money. Like that's, that's definitely not how it works. So it's not a passive revenue channel either like it could become one later down the line but at the beginning if you're going to start off like it definitely needs needs work um and like I one thing i want to highlight if you don't have any revenue yet or maybe you're you're starting or you're, you're now on your way to 10k mr i would recommend if you haven't received any request from people to set up an affiliate program keep selling yourself first and then um make sure you sell yourself first you fix a lot of things so it's not a way to get your first clients in like it's again not a a magic bullet so get your first clients in yourself first um i might just like we do have only 20 or 30 minutes right so i might just run through uh, these slides a bit a bit um quick but have paid clients before you like set up an affiliate program again, have paid clients, but it's not just having paid clients. It's also like you have sold yourself. So you know, the bottlenecks uh, people are facing when they want to purchase your product, you have social proof. So you probably have logos on your site. You have case studies and uh, you have a clear, defined ICP. So um, having this sounds super simple, but really important. And I see a lot of SaaS companies come to us where they, they don't have everything yet. If you don't have a clear ICP, then uh, you don't know what kind of affiliates you need to have access to your ICP in bulk. So definitely get this first before setting up an affiliate program.
0: You can't sell your own product, (laughs) then don't expect other people to be able to.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what I always say. And still a lot of companies come to us. uh, Stuff usually that,
0: that, you know, we all fail at.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I always like to remind people on it Um, again, like it's definitely not a passive revenue channel. So have resources available and uh, not resources towards affiliates, but more resources like internal resources for you to set up the program uh, and to basically properly manage it. So to maybe even recruit affiliates, um, kind of just have having somebody to own the channel and not uh, it's one of those 10 things on their person's plate uh, to take care of. Because then in the end, it is not going to take off as you probably expect it to be. You can't just set it and forget it. Exactly. Like the re- general rule here is the more time you spend uh, into it, the more you will get out of it. So that's why I do like to always compare it to, to SEO. Yeah. Conversion rates. So, I mean, it comes down to to number one as well. Um, affiliates are just going to drive traffic towards your site, right? So if you haven't done any other kind of marketing channels uh, or any run paid ads or anything else, um, it might not be the right fit. Like make sure you have um, your conversion rates. in a a good manner, which basically means is uh, converting website traffic into signups and signups into paid clients. And again, this sounds simple, but the better the conversion rates are, the more likely the affiliates are gonna earn money, the more happy they are, and the more they're going to recommend you. So affiliates are just driving traffic towards your site and it's your job to actually convert it. So the better your conversion rates are, uh, the better affiliate program is gonna work basically. I think this speaks for itself, realistic goals, like uh, again, uh, compared with SEO. So don't expect like any huge results, especially if you're just starting out uh, with a program within the first three months. Um, like we do have some examples of clients who do get some some real good results in the first six months. But um, I guess the, be- the bigger your brand is, the bigger your authority is, uh, the further you are, uh, the easier it gets. But like uh, if you're still let's say between 10K and and I guess like uh, 100K MR, for example, like you will need to set realistic goals. Like you can't expect um, a lot of things to happen quickly unless you sp- spend a lot of time and, and effort in it yourself, of course. Leverage a network. Um, now, this is, I guess, the only uh, semi-pitch I will do, uh, leverage a network like, like Veritas. There's a couple of others as well. So uh, make sure you leverage a network which has access to affiliates who have access to your ideal customer profile. Um, the, the benefits of, of joining a network is that they're already affiliates within uh, the platform, so uh, they're already familiar with the platform. Uh, you're going to set up your affiliate program in. They can just easily apply, and then from there, they can manage your program uh, within the platform as well. So it's going to be really easy for them to uh, to start recommending you, basically, and you just yeah tap into tap into the network of the of the network, I guess. So this is a bit the foundation. Um, once you have the foundation in order, so uh, I would definitely recommend like getting those five steps in order, and I will show a summary slide at the at the end. Um, then it's time to to grow the program. Starts all with the offer, of course. Um, there's basically two ways of looking at the offer. So I think I gave the example twenty uh, percent for twelve months, right? 20% doesn't say anything until you know the actual begin value. So um, what is your average revenue per account? So where are you calculating the, the 20% from? And is that something the affiliate would be interested in? So how much money can they actually earn when when referring you? And then on your side, you can think about like your customer acquisition cost and you can look at how does it relate to what we're going to give away towards the affiliate. And then keep in mind, you have to do less work uh, for it, basically. And
0: what's a, in your opinion, what's a good offer? What do you see a lot of other B2B SaaS companies out there doing right now as far as, you know, what they're giving out to affiliates?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a tricky one. So the the more niche you are or the more early stage you are, uh, the more percentage often is being given away. So, for example, we have a couple of clients who have quite l- yeah, lowish average revenue per account. So let's say between like $10 and, and $100. Um but their total addressable market is really big, um, so when you start recommending them, you could drive a lot of referrals. Um, so they tend not to give that much away, but they already have a bit of brand authority uh, and they have a huge market they can tap into, where they can get away with uh, offering something low. But if you're really specific in a certain niche and it's already hard to find affiliates, then you probably have to also come up with an attractive offer because otherwise they might not even join you. So it's mm depending on the stage of your company, uh, what kind of brand do you have? And de- depending on like the industry you are, and then looking at your average deal size. So it's not, definitely not a one size fits all uh, answer here.
0: Definitely, that makes sense. Uh, what about like an early stage, uh, early stage typical like marketing software, like a CRM platform, something commoditized like that?
1: Yeah, so let's say, uh, what's the average deal size? Maybe 50, $50, uh, I would, maybe start with 20% for for 12 months. And for example, like in Reddit is how we define the tiers is um, you can have somebody grow into a next tier. So I would always have like a basic offering. And as soon as they do well, which means if they generate paid clients for you, you're going to work them up a tier. So uh, start with 20% for, for 12 months. But if they give you five or even 10 paid clients, move them up to 30% for 12 months. If they give you 50 paid clients, move the, uh, keep them at 20%, but move them up to 24 months, for example. So mm-hmm. kind of rewarding them for doing well. Uh, but for example, keep everybody in like the basic tier and you can move them up quickly because um, 2080 rule is going to be effective here that only 20% of the affiliates really uh, generate 80% of the revenue. So you want to focus on the ones who are generating new revenue, basically
0: that's a great point yeah it's great to incentivize them that way uh you gotta have the carrot for the long-term benefits
1: exactly exactly and that way you kind of weed things out as well uh you can quickly get the people um in the tier you want them to be in I guess when they when they yeah when they do well um recruitment I guess like I mean this is a big thing. Uh, so when you set up your affiliate program, uh, of course, I mentioned leverage and network, but this is where you can yeah, gain the most and gain the quickest, basically. Um, so there's, I guess, like uh, the quickest wins is your current network, right? So the users which are already using your app, could you convert some of them into affiliates? Um, when you look a bit wider, your current network, could you some of them uh, convert into affiliates? Because they already know you, they already know your product, they already know what you stand for. So it's an easier way for them to start recommending you because they you don't have to explain them what you do, basically.
0: And how do you get them set up with, say, a new platform to, to, to make them full? So a lot of these guys might really know you, but they might not know like a specific affiliate platform. How do you kind of help with that onboarding experience to make sure that your affiliates are properly trained and have the materials that they need to uh, be successful?
1: Yeah, yeah, this is the, the exact example why we're, for example, changing our, our onboarding right now. So uh, in two weeks, for example, or maybe in three, I guess, to, to make it uh, just to be sure, when somebody signs up um, towards like an uh, affiliate program, they would uh, they would have the ability to auto approve, for example, the current network. And then at the end of the onboarding, they already receive the link and they already receive resources. So um, I guess to maybe not make it relatively specific, you want them to make... Um, you want it to make it as easy as possible for them to start recommending you. So uh, ask yourself, how do you want them to recommend you? So is it a blog? Is it the newsletter? Is it a banner on the site? Um, anything. Make sure that you give them the resources they need to actually do it. And like the example why we always give if, if you go towards like recruiting um, affiliates based on keywords, you can yeah. find like to keep the CRM example in here, if you type in best CRM tools, you're going to find all these listing articles, right? Um, If you focus on the ones which are on page one and two, uh, you're going to find competitors maybe, but you're also going to find bloggers who rank really well. Mm -hmm. Like what I would do is I would just basically look at the the ones which are using affiliate links already. I would write uh, the content um, towards my CRM tool and I would provide it towards the blog. And then I would say like, hey guys, would you up? Uh, mentioning us also in the blog. This is the content you can use, and you can join our affiliate program, and you can earn up to X uh, by referring X amount of clients to us. Well, that's what so You just brought up
0: about recruitment. So a lot of times you could find, you know, the potential recruitments based on what they're already writing about, and they could just reach out to the to the writer. A lot of times they'll have it in their bio there. Um, you know, you could follow them on LinkedIn and connect with them there as well. Um, but yeah, look for these articles that are already kind of writing about your industry and products like yours, and see if you could get included in those lists and pitch them uh, your affiliate program that way. That's that's a great idea for recruitment.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the beauty of that is because they already have the the, the traffic because you're going to focus on maybe one page one and two. So it also often means is they already have a good domain authority, so it's a good backlink to have. So uh, doing that definitely gets you to the to the good uh, good affiliates. Um, and another way. Of recruitment is basically look at your competitor affiliates. So there's not enough time in this webinar, but feel <laughs> free to book a call. Um, you can leverage tools like Ahrefs and, and SEMrush SEO tools where you can basically look at the backlinks of your competitors. You can uh, filter them on who's using a affiliate link towards any other CRM tool, for example. And then from there, you're going to find all the affiliates who are linking towards your competitor within a faded link you can filter them on domain authority, and then you can see exactly in which block they mention it. And then from there, you can do the exact same approach. There's,
0: uh, pro- there's specific affiliate uh, URL identifiers too, right? Do you want to kind of yep. give some people some ideas of like what those identifiers might be that they can look for on address?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, all the networks use something else, for example, like uh, ours is uh, question mark, GR, and then uh, something, and then we have another unique identifier. Like what I would recommend is just purely look at um, the backlinks, then filter, for example, unsponsored. Uh, I mean, not everybody does it, but at least you find a couple who probably did it as an affiliate. And then if you look at the question mark, then you often see something already like uh, affiliate ID or uh, ref or anything which is going to indicate uh, that it's going to be uh, an affiliate link and happy, I guess, to, to help you look at it, but it's uh, every network, every program uses something else. So it's, it's a bit hard, but when you're in it, you, you will identify them really, really quickly. Nice. some very uh, good
0: tactical feedback.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I mean, the other things regarding recruitment, like find influencers, right. Or find publishers. And uh, again, I think of yourself who has access to my ICP in bulk and then find people who have it. So do people run a newsletter? Is there uh, a publisher who has the exact same target audience as you? Uh, um, and then and then see if you can leverage it. So for some of our clients, we do hybrid deals where we pay up an upfront fee towards a publisher, for example, to get a client published or get like a listing in a newsletter. And we would also give them a commission for any paid uh, client they referred. So that's a nice way to get the b- bigger publishers in because they often do not work purely on a, a cost per sale basis at what affiliate marketing is.
0: And it's good to have a few that you could point to when you're trying to recruit other affiliates to say, hey, look, we're already working with these guys. Um, it just gives, lends more credibility to your brand as, and your affiliate program overall.
1: Yeah. yeah, and, and it's a nice way to to get things uh, kickstart a little bit. So it's good that we talk, talk about it a lot because this is one uh, which is like it's almost like a make or break of your your program a little bit.
0: Yeah, a lot of people start their program they're like, where do I go?
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I can talk for a really long time regarding recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, Regarding activation, I think you already asked one question, like, make sure you provide them the resources. So uh, make sure that affiliates know exactly who you're selling to, um, like, what are your unique differences against the competitors, Uh, basically provide them all the resources they need. Uh, And You can do it, for example, in sending them like an onboarding sequence, right? So every new affiliate who joins, welcome them, and make sure that they have the resources, maybe even provide like a video, product, demo, uh, anything, even give them access to your tool. Give them as much as needed and get them as vo- involved as possible to make sure that they that they start referring you. And then uh, the other thing I mentioned before already, incentivize them when they do well. So um, mm-hmm. when they already uh, gave you a couple of paid clients, boost them up, because those are the ones you definitely want to make sure that you keep activating them all the time. Yeah. Um, optimization, well, the number is missing here. Um, like it's it's when you have them activated make sure that you keep I guess but with any digital marketing channel you're running make sure that you optimize things make sure you keep track of everything make sure that things don't drop off so did a affiliate suddenly had a complete drop in that traffic for example did they stop generating referrals um does somebody have maybe too good conversion rate are they maybe doing like self referrals uh make sure that you keep did you have a dashboard where you can basically manage everything and you can, you can see exactly what is going on and are things dropping off like on a complete level and on an individual level? Like, um, it's really important, but I think this goes for any digital marketing channel out there. Yep. And
0: number one, make sure conversions are dialed in <laughs> because if yep. they're not converting their traffic, they're not going to stick with your program and it's not going to work for anybody.
1: Exactly. 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 Um, And that kind of comes down already to this. So, I mean, uh, metrics wise, you probably are going to track like clicks, referrals, paid referrals, but um, also look at, for example, the number of active affiliates in your program. So often it's like, again, 2080, probably 20% of the affiliates really does 80% of the revenue, so maybe you want to do something with the ones who aren't doing anything. Um, Check conversion rates per affiliate. Um, somebody could do really well if they're an agency they might just refer things on a one-to-one basis so they have a really good conversion rate that you might want to work more with them Um, and looking at those numbers could also prevent you um, of like paying out commissions for affiliates who do any fraudulent fraudless things basically so make sure you you track everything uh, uh, correctly and that's kind of like we are on time still so um this is a bit the summary like i won't go through them i guess then uh anymore now but on the left side the foundation so definitely make sure you have that in order before you really start setting up an affiliate program i mean if people already ask for it now set one up um but then don't expect too much from it so get the realistic goals in place and then once you're ready once the brand is ready once you optimize your conversions once you really set things up then it's time for growth and then um basically follow step 6 to to 10 basically
0: perfect well yeah that was a great summary <laughs> <laughs> um, so i guess uh, where where can people learn more about your company and what you guys do um
1: yeah um i put in uh, my linkedin profile so people can can reach out to me uh if if you're watching this you can even scan your qr code or you can just type in my name uh, feel free to connect with me and and more than 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 happy to chat or go to getreadytest.com. Um, the only one recommendation I would add is go in and check out the podcast. Uh, cause we did had Andy on there as well. So, um, make sure you're going to listen to that episode. It's, it's grow your B2B SaaS podcast.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Thanks for having me on to that again. That was a fun chat. Um, so I guess what's next for B2B affiliate marketing and, uh, for your guys's company over the next few years.
1: Oh, next few years. I mean, I can. I'm already happy if I can. I can look ahead a couple of months. Cause uh, <laughs> no, so I, like um, we're now, for example, at, at six thousand two hundred fifty B2B SaaS affiliates. Um, like we're growing that number pretty heavily. So uh, we now have the power, basically, at the uh, affiliate side to apply to uh, SaaS companies. We're going to turn it around really soon, where SaaS companies can also go the other way around. And then basically uh, run campaigns with affiliates so it's i think it's it's always going to remain the same right it goes about quality so finding the right people uh, who have access to your icp and then run campaigns with them uh, where affiliates often is like high traffic and and um, high volume Uh, in the end we do want to help you to find the good affiliates basically so it's again about quality and not always quantity and i think that's the thing which are going to go forward. And of course, we're going to to put some burst terms in there. We're going to use AI to to do the matching between SaaS companies and affiliates and things like that. Um, but I think still the basics remain like really good in place.
0: That's really exciting. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the next couple of months are uh, loaded with uh, exciting new updates for you guys. So I could see kind of how <laughs> you're just looking a few months out because uh, you guys have a lot on your plate there, which is exciting, of course, you know, in, in the startup world.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're we just had a roadmap call and we like we're now planning until like January because I mean we're a lean and mean team in a way where we develop quite fast and move fast and I don't want to commit to like a year roadmap because like we work a lot with our customer feedback. So we have a couple of clients who give us really good feedback and they share the issues they're having in general with the affiliate program or growing it or things like that. and then we think about oh how can we productize it in a way? Yep. And that's basically where we uh, determine our, our roadmap on as well. Yep. You got to be really flexible as an
0: early stage startup. And I definitely recommend your guys' platform to anybody that's looking to get into a, a, a B2B affiliate marketing. Uh, Nacho Nacho is a uh, is a customer itself. <laughs> so yep. you know, I, could, uh, I could actually say that. But um, for anybody interested to uh, get their B2B affiliate marketing program going today, um, I could definitely recommend Redditus because we use it ourselves. Um, you can grab it today in the Nacho Nacho marketplace. We are the best place to buy SAS. Uh, you could grab it for 25% cash back today and, uh, support Jordan's company here. Um, I think he's got a great vision he's kind of in the right place at the right time for, uh, the growth in B2B affiliate marketing. And I think they got a pretty nifty solution. So if you're looking to start from zero with your affiliate program, uh, their network and their tools are a great way to do it. So once again yeah. coming on again today john
1: yeah maybe one, one, one selling i guess like we're now actually moving over quite a few clients from an existing solution to our network so if you already have an affiliate program and you're running into some some walls uh, as in growth walls then then check us out as well because we can we can lift you lift you up again
0: definitely i highly recommend it as well
1: <laughs> thanks again Josh. Yes. and no worries.
0: Uh, take care over there get some uh, get some sleep <laughs> don't work too much
1: <laughs> cheers thanks Andy take care bye Cool. There we go.